0: The following is a presentation of the Belly Sports Media Network.
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by Danny Cole, DC, UPenn's finest, Chris C V CB Boy. We have another great episode for you guys today, coming off the NBA in-season tournament where Chris's Lakers got the win, um, the first ever uh, NFL Week 14 recap. Um, Lakers. Eagles, sh- here he go. Um, the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> Bentley's being crazy. Uh, the Eagles got stomped. Uh, Steelers lose to the Patriots on Thursday night in D- with Danny in attendance. And Chris's Ravens get one of the biggest wins and one of the best games of the year that we'll definitely talk about a little more later. Um, the Ravens might as well it,
0: lost. Uh, Going to overtime with the Rams, that's three losses for all, all of our teams. Casual. Just, you just sold yourself, man.
1: You really just sold yourself. The Why? Rams have been, like, on one lately. They've won, like, four of their last five games. Maybe just, you'll be riding yourself out. It's real disappointing, man.
0: Well, they're 6-7? 6-7? Yeah. They, they let the Pittsburgh Steelers beat them. That says a lot about the team, dude.
2: The Ravens did, too. True. I don't know how. It was Donovan McNabb and Tara Owens. That's what it was. Oh, I forgot it was Kenny Pickett. George Pickett. Marlon Humphrey like he wasn't even standing right there. What the, I won't forget that. I will give it, I'll give him some slack. He it was
0: his first game back. It was, it was, it was.
2: It was. And I'd rather have Marlon over there on one leg than anybody else. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I would too, dude. I mean to take Tavon Young, I don't even know if he's still on your team, but you guys need him. Yo, respect Temple Legend right now. Temple legend uh, got mossed by Dion, Dion show. When did that happen?
2: <laughs> so when did that happen? Were you at practices? Were you at practices?
0: It's in my brain. It's I in your brain? Yeah. I'm a vision. Okay.
1: All right. But anyway. Well, yeah. Let's get into um,
0: some summits and plummets. I'm well. going to do a plummet of the week. And the plummet of the week is a guy that starts with M and last name starts with a T. It's not Michael Thomas. It's Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is god awful. He is not an NFL quarterback. He should be cut, sent to uh, on a firing squad. I don't know Zimbabwe. Should... Yeah, because uh, Cancun. Chris going on vacation. He he going to Cancun with you. He going to the Caribbean with you. <laughs> Save him a spot. We were at the Steelers game. Like Tony said, there was getting chance for Mason Rudolph. Nah, yeah. You know how bad you gotta be for Steelers fans to be cheering for that? That's like ridiculous. That's crazy work right there. <laughs> like I saw a Steelers fan make a video this week. It said, What could have been? It's James Washington and Mason Rudolph. You really got Steelers fans reminiscing about James Washington in the year of twenty twenty four. You know what
1: years. that means? When a fan base starts reminiscing about the good old days.
0: That's not even the good old days. That's what that's, <laughs> that's
1: the, the, those are those what, are days. <laughs> those are days.
0: A, the what could have been days, like so yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's the plumber of the week. The summer of the week, the Steelers maintain a playoff spot by the grace of God. And we got a, a playoff game basically this week against the Colts.
1: Well, I mean, the Colts are, they were red hot. Caught a L L this week. kind of like the Rams. Been like red hot. Been picking up steam. Lost to uh, a top three team in the league. Uh, well, but Steelers lost to the Patriots. It's a little different, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, essentially every game from here on out for any team that's in the playoff hunt might as well be a playoff game. You slip up once, you know, you're finding yourself in a completely different situation. Even for the contenders, if you, if the Eagles slip up once that division is done, like you're probably not going to win it, you know? Um, and if you want any chance at home field, then you really can't lose. So, um, so yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah, it's basically a playoff game. Uh, Chris, what's
2: going on? Uh, <clears throat> I'll keep my one summit for, for later because I'll, I'll talk about it a little later. But one summit was seeing my boy Justin Fields do well. Now, I am a Chicago Bears hater. Don't you ever forget that. Like, I, deep down to my core. Like, I've never even born in a place I hate the Bears so much. But seeing Justin Fields do well is good because I really don't think the Bears take a quarterback number one. And I think this helps their case to kind of not do that. So it was good to see um, Justin Fields perform, uh, perform pretty well. So I was I was happy to see that. Happy to see Jim Moore make some plays. It, it was good, a good day, to be a Chicago Bear fan, even though I'm not. But it was good to see uh, uh, Justin Fields go out there and perform. So I'll I'll, I'll use that for my son.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about Justin Fields a little bit more later. Um,
2: but plummet. Oh, I got one. It's it's not even a real plummet. It's like a how did that even happen? I saw Wimby look do what it looked like uh roll his ankle. And I also saw him get right up and sprint down the court as fast as I've ever seen anybody else run. So um it's not a summit. or well, a plumb is more like a huh? What is his feet made of? Are they made of vibranium or what? Because what was that? If you saw it, you know ankle sprains, you all we're all athletes here. That joint hit the hit the court, rolled over on the court, and the next thing I know, I see Wimby pop up and just play like nothing happened. So that was my uh what the heck instead of a summon or plumber. I, I switched it up because I'm
1: still trying to process what I saw. Well, yeah, he's we, we knew this, he's not from here. Um, and that's kind of because we've seen a lot of people just roll ankles and, um, you know, be okay, you, type know, you know, walk He'll it off,
2: shoot, that thing and like tie the shoe tight or, or do like that. Yeah. He didn't even do that, he just popped Yeah,
1: and, the, and it's it's kind of a um production of how he's been taking care of his body, you know, every like. Last year when he was with uh, Metro 92, you saw all the crazy stretches that he was doing and that's not they weren't for no reason. Like he he had to do stuff like that. So um yeah, I mean it, yeah, definitely crazy not a plummet. He's obviously fine. Uh but yeah. I mean, yeah, he's crazy. Still leading all rookies in points per game. I'm pretty sure he's leading all rookies In everything except assists. And I'm pretty sure he's still top five in that. Uh, Last time I checked on averages and totals, or I think just averages, because I think Asar Thompson has the most total rebound so far. Yeah, yeah, he does.
2: Who
1: prayers for whatever's going on in Detroit because my man has basically fallen out of the rotation, which is pretty brutal. Um, They get ready
2: for the distrust.
1: Yeah. Uh, So my, uh, I guess my summit this week, I don't even know. Like, like Bro-can- not to say it wasn't like a bad <laughs> week, but like
0: Bro-can- it wasn't like a bad. week.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, there's been some good. It hasn't really been a. I don't have a plummet either. I guess. Um, yeah, summit. Uh, that. I guess I could use. Um, Tommy DeVito is pretty cool. Yeah, his story's been been pretty dope. Uh, his agent looks like he's about to make a deal that you can't refuse. Um. His whole family looks like uh, fresh out of the your your favorite Jersey piece uh, pizza shop. That's pretty cool. What's going on in New York? Mainly because they're ruining their tank. They're gonna be in a weird position where it's like, no, let's give Daniel Jones one more chance, and they're gonna draft a lineman and they're gonna build around him, and the team's gonna be awful. So, uh, I guess that's pretty cool. Tommy DeVito ruining the Giants' tank. Uh, I guess if I had a plummet, it would be um, that Jalen Hurts is probably screwed for MVP, unless barring anything crazy going down the stretch. Um, I guess he's still in the thick of the race, but highly doubt it. Um, But again, that's not end of the world. I mean, he was my prediction, but things happen. That's whatever. Um, There's still a couple of guys worthy of MVP in the debate. Um, So... Yeah, it's not the end all be all. wasn't a crazy week, crazy good week, wasn't a crazy bad week. But um, we can get into the NBA. Um, Chris, your Lakers were in season tournament champions. Now, there's been a lot of speculation made about, um, you know, how much will this, uh, how much will like the instant in season tournament mean. Going forward because like the Lakers, they're putting up a banner and a lot of people are like, um, you know, like y'all really putting up banners for in-season tournaments. Y'all are really popping champagne for in-season tournaments. I just want to hear your thoughts on all of that personally, because in my opinion, it's cool. I think it's cool. So I just want to hear your thoughts on it.
2: The in-season tournament is such a cool thing. Such a cool thing. So I, I think I think it was just a really cool try by the NBA as a whole, just to try to you know keep the regular season uh, cracking. And, and I think it did that. It did that. And I don't know if the streaming numbers go, are going to reflect it. Not sure. I haven't really seen much of them, but I know the people who were watching were intrigued and more intrigued than we would be at an early December game or late November game at the point time. So um, I think that was dope by the NBA. Shout out to them. Um, if anybody but LeBron wanted, it wouldn't have been this. We, we've been here already. We know what. We know what this is. This is the LeBron tax. This is the Laker tax. This is the same thing. We know. So I'm I'm not even worrying about that. because That's just BS. At the end of the day, it proves why LeBron is who he is. Like it was a tweet. Like Bron of billions at this point, almost he playing for that five hundred thousand. Like Zuri don't got to play sleep at night. That was true. Boy was out the hoop like he was twenty five again. So it's just awesome to see like people putting in championship style effort for a game in November or December. I think that was beautiful. Exactly. This game last year, if it was Pacers versus Lakers on that same day, LeBron and AD probably sit. There. They're probably gonna sit. There. So it's like exactly. this changes has it, been cool.
1: Exactly. And one thing that Lakers Twitter or Kobe Twitter has been putting out is like his video of Kobe saying we don't hang conference championship, we don't hang division championship banners, only you know, championships. One, that was before the in-season tournament existed. Two. Look me dead in the eyes and say Kobe's not going balls to the wall for $500,000. Not even. Or, not even, or, or the, here's the thing. Here's our favorite thing. Their in general thing is that Kobe went hard every single regular season game. Okay. Now you present Kobe with a regular season game that has $500,000 on the line and a trophy and and, and something. A, a tournament MVP is on the
2: line. A first team, all tournament team. A banner. If those Kobe fans were real Kobe fans, they would understand the safe and just understand this right here. Outside of what you said, because those are all true, it's a game where Kobe can say he's outplayed someone. That's all he wants to do, was be the best player on the court. And you gave him a chance to be a champion at something. Yes, it's an end-season tournament, yes. but he's still the champion of that. He would play his ass off like any other star was. There's going to. It's not a bubble. It's not any of that. It's literally a game, period. Exactly. and and what.
1: I th- and, and here's another thing. You see, how would if Kobe or MJ or those guys, how would they have dealt with a rising star in Tyrese Halliburton who's been going nuts in this tournament coming up? And it's like, well, oh, they're, they're going to take y'all down. This young team in Indiana is going to take y'all down. Oh, if it was MJ and, and and Kobe, it's like, oh, they took it personally. And they they approached it with a Mamba mentality, which they 100% should. Because this is what we want out of the regular season. We want it to be fun. This is a prime example of NBA fans don't like anything about their sport. Literally, I like that the Lakers are popping champagne midseason. One thing that I kind of put together, and Danny, Danny can uh, uh, attest to this as well. Uh, I think he would agree. NBA fans would hate the MLB. Because the MLB, they pop champagne if you win your division because it's a big deal. If you win in the wild card round, because it's a big deal. Every round of the playoffs, if you win, you pop champagne. Because it, it, it's a big deal. Everything is a big deal in baseball. But in the NBA, you can't pop champagne if you're in-season tournaments. What? I like, just overall, I like that the Lakers are setting the precedent that, yeah, hang a banner for it. Celebrate in the locker room. There's $500,000 on the line. Be, like, play serious. This is what we wanted. The For the in-season tournament to be for real. Danny, do you have a... Yeah, go ahead. What is the problem with celebrating? That's what we're Are trying you... to figure out. I thought we wanted regular regular season basketball to
0: be fun. No, we're not even about that. As a, as a athlete, you beat somebody. Okay, regular season game, one game. Do you think an NFL team? Do you get mad when an NFL team celebrates beating the te- the rival? Steelers definitely. When a Steelers win, they definitely go in the locker room and turn up. They're, they're turning music on. They're celebrating. But because there's 17 games in the NFL season, it means it's different because it's rare. But in the NBA and MLB, like they get shit on for celebrating, basically because
1: and this is new and and it's new settings. You know, yeah, I I definitely agree. Like we saw what the Raiders did after they won their first game when Antonio (laughs) Pierce got you got Max Crosby hitting the blunt in the locker room saying the M word. And we'll like, last night basketball Leves, gets released.
2: Will Levis was hugging people like it was the Super Bowl. Last night, oh my god, <laughs> Literally. we need
1: more of that in basketball. We need more people to care. A lot of these Kobe fans are like, Oh, y'all celebrating in-season tournament wins with all of this. I'm like, Kobe, Kobe would die on that regular season court in Memphis on a December night. If it meant winning the game, if it meant that he dropped 40 and win the game and he was the best player on the court, Kobe and MJ would die for that. And now that that LeBron's doing it in the first ever cool, cool December game ever, that's not a Christmas game. It's lame. I don't get it, man. I'm, I'm not down with it. But yeah, um, I'll say anything else we want to talk about NBA wise, I kind of wanted to talk about, um, Zion, because honestly, with the initial idea that when we were gonna hop on here talking about the in-season tournament teams, is that like whoo look at Zion? He looks out of shape and he's big, and Stephen Ace killing him. Uh until last night, uh, where he drops 36 on Zion efficiency, as I guess if you want to call it that. Um but yeah, I mean Chris, just what are, what are your overall thoughts on Zion? Because, I mean, thing he's polarizing by the night and day. So it's like, yeah. what do you make of him?
2: I'm a big Zion fan, man. I am. And it could be possibly because I'm a big Duke fan. He's just rolled over. It is what it is. They got two Dukies over there, B.I. and my boy Zion. But I like Zion. And I think Famous lows, so he doesn't make a lot of good points, but he made a good point yesterday. If Zion loses too much weight, He's, he loses a lot of what makes Zion Zion. He loses a lot of that bully ball because it's not like Zion's six eight. He's not. He's not. So if he loses some of that weight, he won't be able to play that power basketball against power players like he can right now. And for the way the team is set up, they need a center of gravity. You got shooters, you got ball handlers, but you don't necessarily have another bucket getter outside of Brandon Ingram and McCollum can be. He's more of a point guard now. He's in this role. You need that type of space and you need that many people to be around him. And just keep it real. If he's not that big, they're not going to crowd him. Now, like Barkley and Shaq said, they had problems with weight in the early career. That's like Zion's in his 12th year, dog. Zion is in year, what, four or five? I want to say five.
0: Five, seven. I think five. Like, bro, come on. That, bro. Right? Ethan playing year two and a half.
2: Huh? Yeah, I would
0: say NBA games wise.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. it's like, bro, it, they, it, you know, he's 28,
2: you know, and this is the turning point of his prime. Like, if he doesn't get it together tomorrow, it's over. Like, bro. Like he he can figure it out. but Even if he doesn't, if this is what Fat Zion gives you, if that's what they want to call it, twenty five and eight on six some percent, I'll I'm cool with Zion being fat. I'm
0: cool Yo, yeah. Bam <laughs> Adebayo is three years older than Zion. Put that in perspective. Still, first mean? of all, that just mean
1: that Bam is young as hell, and he's like the third or fourth best center in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, but that also proves like. Z is young. Like like Bam's young and Z is still young. Like he's going to figure it out. One thing why I didn't want to really overreact uh is because the Lakers they're too smart. They be licking their chops with players like Zion with guys who don't got jumpers, who don't got a jump shot. You really you don't even got to bother bringing AD out on the perimeter. AD's going to rim protect and you're going to get essentially no success. In the restricted area, uh
2: with before you get to the restricted area, now you like have Vando back.
1: So now you have exactly. So not yeah. Not only when with team when the Lakers are looking with teams like the Bucks and teams like the Pelicans, and, and even guys like the Kings. Even though the Kings can you know they can get out running gun a little differently, but Zion's not. He's never gonna. He's probably not gonna have a good game against the Lakers because of the way they're gonna play d- defense on up. First of all, they're gonna throw Vando at him if he's not guarding Brandon Ingram. And once he finally gets past that perimeter defender, he has to then face Anthony Davis at the rim, who is a top two rim protector in the NBA at this moment, probably only second behind Rudy Gobert, who's having like a career year, and that's saying something for Rudy Gobert. Uh, So uh, yeah, I didn't want to overreact to that. Is he fat? Maybe a little bit. Uh, Does he still have a 40-inch vert? Yes. Is he still like a top three strongest dude in the league? Yeah. Yeah. Does he still have good handles for someone who's 300 pounds? Yeah. Uh, I th- he's going to be Yo. fine. Even if he never changes, he's a walking 27-6
0: and six for the rest of his career. Why did someone call Zion a 6'6 Ben Simmons with no jumper? No, that's or actually ben crazy. Ben.
1: At least Ben had playmaking, though.
0: Yeah, that's, that's six, actually
2: six, such a lazy cop. So lazy. I,
0: I don't know. It's like that, but like he's like Draymond almost, but Draymond almost has too much playmaking he's like a chubby version of both of them
2: you know what Zion is Zion he's is Charles like Charles with social media that's what he is he, Charles Barkley bro, bro no, Charles Barkley no, said the best he is Shaq and Charles if they had Boy, a baby legitimately bro because at the end of the day he, he is a little he lives a little way but he's so powerful bro as he's six five and a half that's what he measured at they haven't listed six seven that's just a lot for him to play the way he plays he actually starts at power forward against a with Valanciunas, who does not protect the rim? He can rebound. He's not going to block any shots. So now it makes Zion look even smaller on defense because now he has to go do a lot of the defensive things that he just doesn't do. He
0: just doesn't do. They, they, they yeah, need the and- boy that they shipped up to Memphis. Who they ship up? Steve. Uh, Steven Adams? Steven yeah. Adams. They need Steven Adams to help that team a lot right now.
1: You know where I think about a lot with undersized power forwards? 10 times out of 10, you want them to at least be Zion. A super athletic guy who can still rebound, can still, you know, and can score at will. Can't shoot, though. Because think of a guy named Leangelo Ball, who is a 6'6 power forward, who can't defend nobody, just like Zion. And it's supposed to be a shooter who really isn't a shooter. Uh, can't put the ball on the deck and get to the rim at will. So, yes, uh, for undersized power forward, you'll want them to be like Zion. Zion can still be. Special. He still is special because who else is three hundred pounds and can, <laughs> can do this?
2: Uh, would you rather have Zion or PJ Tucker? Pick your choice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> would you rather have and the... they gonna go Zion? Zion ten
0: times out of ten. Zion or Julius Randle right now? Which one would you rather have?
1: Zion like I'm Z- a Z- like I'm a general manager
2: or just who's playing no, 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 better no.
0: right now? Uh Skill set. You don't. Well, it's not about uh, like
2: skill set. Zion because I, I shot selection is in your skill set. It's fair in,
1: and yeah, good point. I would take Zion. Yeah. I would say like Julius Randle has a good,
2: very good skill
1: He just he just shares him and Jalen Brown just share one brain. And oh,
2: they court with Brunson and fucking RJ Barrett. They both only go. Don't
0: forget if Brunson was a righty, that'd move mountains for both of them. Don't forget he's on a team with Josh Hart as
1: well. Josh Hart bro, no brains, all hard out there, man. I love him. He yo and apparently he bets like why why do you do that I like that players are open about it too that like they now know the real rules of of everything yeah. that's going on um hell yeah why not yeah we can move on to uh week 14 in the NBA it was good talking about uh Zion's eating issues and um, his porn addiction um, 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 but yeah anyway but yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead um I guess we can talk about uh,
0: Thursday night football game didn't happen. Um, So no, it happened. No, it It definitely happened. You can Uh, only
1: say that if your team is good and it's an anomaly. Dread
0: dread it, run from it. You can't avoid it. Mike Tomlin, I believe, has three wins all time in his like sixteen seasons against Bill Belichick. It's his father. Um, The way the Celtics own the uh, Sixers, yeah. Bill Belichick, a Boston team, he owns a Pittsburgh team. So. Uh you can't you can't stop them. There's been years to... where the Steelers have had chances, Jesse James catch. Uh and then they just shit the bed. So Bill Belichick just owns Mike Tomlin. Uh Bailey Zapp had three touchdowns. That says enough about the game.
1: I don't think it has to do anything with Mike Tomlin. I think it is the fact that the Steelers offense uh is bad. It's very bad. Uh it's a winnable game. There's offense bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: fail- failure to take oh, the quarterback
1: position seriously bad.
0: <laughs> you, you're you going to let the Patriots score 21 points. They also let zero points up in the second half. They came back then to reality. Exactly. So, Mike Tomlin, enhanced as a
1: defensive coordinator, did his job. Now, I guess you could blame him for the offense's
0: incapability of adjusting, but, yeah, I don't know. Dude, George Pickens does not look like he wants to play football. He is <laughs> – He's literally, he is like AB with like no talent though. See, that, that is a diva.
1: Like, uh, I don't call it like, I, I'm i all, I'm so pro player.
0: Th- that is a distraction. He, like, dude, he, he's not trying. Like, Deontay didn't see the ball fumble, whatever. He literally is not trying when he's not getting the ball. I swear to God, I've never seen someone do this. He came out of the huddle. I knew it was a run play because he like threw his hands up in the air. Like, yeah, like he wasn't the ball. Tomlin.
1: Tomlin said it's a distraction. Uh, like, and even Minka said, like guys are put. They think that you know they can just not put in work and then come in and just do everything. There's a reason. Look, Pickens has all the talent in the world. There's a reason he wasn't a top five regarded as a top five receiver in his class. and it had nothing to do with his skill set.
0: It's so, because he punched someone yeah. in a fucking game, at George. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, he did, and that went on a highlight reel because people thought it was cool. Um, but what I really wanted to get into was the thick of this episode and what it's titled is Dak running away with the MVP. Um, yeah, hell yeah. And I wanted to know, uh, you know, what, what we were thinking. Cause I mean, right now my case for Dak being the MVP, um, I think of the other two, at least candidates in the NFC, um, Jalen hurts and, uh, and Brock Purdy, I think offensive wise. I think he does have the least amount of help. He's putting up amazing numbers. Um, the streak he is on since that Niners game is like, it's remarkable. Like it truly is. And um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, even in the, in this last Eagles game, like he played like an okay game, but he wasn't perfect. But, and, and he said in his press conference, he was like, if I was on one, we could have dropped 50. That's 100% correct. Uh, I just think what Dak has done in the past couple weeks, uh, the level of precision he's playing with, um, and his and the thing where, where him and Jalen kind of swapped from you know this year to last year, he's taking care of the ball extremely well, which is very, very. important um, in the MVP discussion. Now, is he running away with it? I do still think there are guys who can catch up, and Chris personally has one. Chris, I
0: call you to the stand to defend Lamar Jackson for MVP? Not to Brock Purdy. I mean, that the, the Niners do play the Ravens in a week or two.
2: And we're going to show that, you. And we that's another thing. That, yeah. That's another thing. For
0: some reason, head-to-head quarterback matchups
1: matter so much for some reason, but –
2: yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: if, if that was the case uh, in the NBA, Embiid would have just ran away with an MVP last year. Off that game, yeah. game. We don't I'll,
2: talk about we don't talk about this game enough. <laughs> as far as the Ravens go with MVP, like I was saying before we started, bro. If they can go through this next three game stretch unscathed, even two and one, I consider it, because that that's a tough stretch. I mean, the Dolphins may look like it may not be as tough with <laughs> they lost yesterday, but. Um, I think I think that's the case though, because I think losing your number one target, excuse me, and Mark Andrews is so huge because yeah, we got Odell, yeah, we added Zay Flowers. He added some pieces for sure, but they were all not complimentary pieces to an but to an extent they were to complement what Mark Andrews already gives us. So it's like him being able to deal with that these last couple of games and, and I I think he's increased his play. I really do. And then yeah, if other people step up, you do, but I think it all sends around eight. So if he's not playing as well as he is, like if if like we saw what happens when he's not there. We see. So I think him being a part of what they have going on right now, him elevating the play of some of these receivers, like I thought Odell would have a, a good year, but he's been playing really well these last three, two or three games for sure. And I think that's been better on ball placing by Lamar, even though he said he ran around, wrong round the touchdown. I think it's just, Lamar's been a better pocket passer and a better on the move passer, not just passing because he's on the move. And I think just those steps he made, I think he's playing better than he played in his MVP season that he already has. And I think you know, just stats won't show it, but I think all around he's been better. So, like I said, they can go through the stretch 2-1 and one or 3 and I think he could he, he got a good chance.
0: Isaiah Likely is balling for you guys. I really, really like Likely. I think he should have got more targets when Andrews was still uh, hit healthy. But I really like that. I want to make a case for somebody else for MVP that I really, really understood last night. The Miami Dolphins are a different team when Tyreek Hill is not on the field. When he doesn't play, they, they just aren't the same team. They can't stretch the field. You can say, "Oh, Waddle's this speedster." Tyree Kill adds a different element of speed to the game, and he's on pace for two thousand yards for a reason. He hurt the ankle, and he didn't have the same speed that he usually does. And you saw ultimately down the stretch, they lost because they stalled out. They're the first team ever to be up with fourteen with five minutes left and lose the game in uh, It was,
1: it was the first team since 2016 to be up by 14 under, I think four minutes and blow the lead, which is part of Miami's defense, which has always been a little skeptical. Um, I do like your point. I have been a big Tyreek advocate for MVP in a week year of MVP. You ever want to give it to a receiver, you know, this year would be the year where I would present you with a proposition is that I think to a, and this Miami team couldn't make the playoffs without him. Um, make now, it. mind you. Now, mind you, mind you, mind you. Uh, running backs would have to be helped. Like, you need A-Chain and Mostert 100%. You need Jalen Waddle to be 100% and being at, like, full potential. How can he be as a wide receiver one? Absolutely. Like, And Hill still has a really good case. I think if you were to take Lamar off of Baltimore, like, replace Hill with, like, a good wide receiver. Replace... Baltimore with like a good quarterback. I don't think the Ravens sniff the playoffs.
0: I think you know the you know, you know the, real really well. the real MVP. The real MVP for home. the Ravens is Denard Wilson, ex Eagles. Oh defensive yes, back
1: coach. Uh, yes, yes. Miss him very so bad.
0: Last year the Eagles were first in yards per game allowed for their DBs. This year the Ravens are top five in yards per game allowed by their
2: DBs. And we don't even have That's real it. cornerbacks back there, so you don't Denard Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But Denard, Denard Wilson has done masterful job with the Ravens, and I think it all starts with Kyle Hamilton.
2: And Geno Stone, I think he's done a good job with Geno, too, like helping him out. I think Geno always had the potential to make plays and do that, but, like, he's actually – well, you know, he hasn't done it in a couple of games, but he's been making plays this year. Oh, and then Kyle Hamilton's just a beast, like you were saying. Kyle Hamilton's just a animal
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he suffered an MCL spring. But, yeah, back to what I was saying with, with, with Lamar um, – is that yeah? He's he's brought the best out of a clearly outside his prime Odell Beckham. Um, he's brought the best out of Nelson Aguilar since the 2017 season. He's brought the best out of Zay Flowers as a rookie, and you know, not to say Zay couldn't do this elsewhere, but you know, it's a big help when you have an elite quarterback like Lamar Jackson, for sure, um, who aired it out in the rain in a very muddy, um, bolt like you know, Baltimore that day. So. For
0: sure. Um, yeah, Lamar was hooping, nonetheless. But I feel like we haven't really given the love to Dak Prescott as to give him his case while he is the MVP of the league. I didn't give my case. What the fuck are you talking about? I said so we all haven't. We all haven't. Um, you told me, well, you just presented your case for Tyreek. That was the point. We all just gave three different cases. Three different cases. I, I really want to comment back on Dak Prescott because – there's a guy named Jake Ferguson who's now elevated to arguably a top five tight end in the league. He, talk. it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a conversation. Talk, because man. W- talk what he does. He's top five. He's, he looks like a Mark Andrews clone. Yeah. And he's got the swag. Right. And yeah, and he's got the swag with him,
1: man. Dak has turned Jake Ferguson into a, a, at least top 10 um, tight end. And that's another but thing. He's elevating guys. What the Browns Co-
0: do every year, they draft. Dude, they, they get rid of a tight end and they draft a the tight end that's really really good. I don't get it. It's like the Steelers, I'm sure Jake, Steelers'
1: Yeah, Jake Ferguson, I think, was on the team last year, and I was kind of leaning towards more towards him than Dolan Schultz last year. Um, which I'm and I'm glad because nobody nobody throws a prettier seam ball than than Dak Prescott and Jake Ferguson. He seems to love it and. Against every single team in the league, it seems to be open. Besides the Niners, because Fred Warner is a, a basically a safety in there, but, um, but yeah, I mean, Dak, Lamar, Tyreek, they all elevate the guys around them. Uh, is anybody running away with MVP? I think Tyreek's case is it's kind of tough because you know receivers are never going to get their love. Lamar, like Chris said before the show, I mean, like they have such a stretch coming up. The Ravens go go three and zero in that stretch. It's yeah, they got it.
2: Yeah, I think you know, right I, now Dak got it. though. Got right it. I think Dak has it in the in the in the palm of his hand because they beat the Eagles and I, I don't, it wasn't necessarily like a super close one. So I think that's going to gas a lot of the voting too because I mean he's already was playing at elite level uh, aside from my head he's already playing elite levels. So I think that. But right now, if I can MP like stop today, I think it's Dak's today.
0: Yeah. May, may so I, I present I you to, what one more team, one more person. That has an MVP case. Can I guess? Take a guess. Me too. Is it AFC or NFC? He's in the AFC. Josh Allen? Certainly is Josh Allen. His next four games. I know you so well, man. Could run the table. He got the Bills, the Chargers who are unraveling, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. Two of those games are easy. Easier side. They're divisional, but like still easier side. And two of those games are rough. If you go three and one. They're seven. They're what? Um, seven and six right now. You go three and one. Ten and seven should get you a playoff spot in the AFC. And they have the fourth highest point differential in the NFL. They've lost close games. They are a really, really tough team. And if they back backdoor a playoff spot, I if I'm the Chiefs, if I'm the uh, Dolphins, I don't want to see them coming come into your place at home. So I present Josh to Allen you can run this table. Good luck.
1: I present to you a scenario.
0: So, what'd you say the Bills are seven and six? Seven and six. They got Cowboys, Chargers, Bills, uh, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. Okay. They
1: go four and oh, or they go three and oh before seeing Miami in week 18. And whoa, my bad. Um, And then the Dolphins, they go, who do they play next?
0: Uh, Jets, Cowboys, Jets. Ravens.
1: They could very lose the, those Cowboys and Ravens games. Yep. The Bills. They could probably afford to lose that Cowboys game. Week 18, just like that, is for the division. We were talking. We're, this Bills team was 6-6. Six and six, Down and out. Injured. You know, losing all these close games. And they get, you beat the Chiefs, you beat the head honcho in the AFC. And now you have a chance to go win the division against a Miami team that it it just seemed like they were going to win the AFC East, like, because they were going to take care of all their easy games. Now they lose to the Titans. Things shift, things change. I think it's a really good story. And now I will, where I want to give Danny, Danny and me credit. In the sense that now they can max win 11 games, Danny said that was their ceiling, I said that was their floor. So, in a way, we'd both be right, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know, I just think it's very interesting. Uh, the bills, I don't know, just build off this. You needed this one, you got it. Um, yeah, I mean, you backdoor it. look, I like, like we said earlier, no one's running away with it. Josh Allen runs the table, puts up insane numbers, which I think he's going to have to. Why not? Why not? In a year where like it usually at this point you got like two or three candidates,
0: but yeah. Um I mean, to be fair, the only possible. downside to picking Josh Allen, he has had an interception in every game since October eighth. I mean, it's gonna happen. The way that's I will never get on him for the interceptions because he still leads in amazing offense. I'm never going to dog him for that. Yeah, because um, think about this. Josh Allen, he has all those interceptions, right? He has 25 touchdowns, which is in the top – I'm going to guess the top five in the league. Like, it's up there.
1: Yeah, he. he, he I think he's like – he's probably like second or third
0: in turnovers this year, like – or first maybe. Like, whatever. <laughs> and then his rushing stats, this year he has 10 rushing touchdowns and 374 yards. Yeah, um, he's probably
1: well. He's probably not the leading rusher for the team this year because you know James Cook has surprisingly been good. Did not so know that when but when,
0: when you turn when you turn into thirty five touchdowns and twelve interceptions, that's not that bad.
1: Oh, not no, not at all. And I love guys like like I said this before, guys like him, Lamar, Jalen. You got to use total touchdowns, total turnovers, and what Lamar brings or what Josh Allen brings to the game in terms of putting the ball in the end zone, getting the ball in the end zone somehow. Turn the ball over as much as you want because this team's not going to help you. You got to—he's got to go do it on your own. It's fine. Turn the ball over, and that was kind of the same thing with Dak last year. Was like he was turning the ball over a lot. One, a lot of those there isn't there isn't a stat line for this, but a lot of those really weren't his fault. And second, it's kind of like he had to do something. His run game was not good, and you know, same rules apply for Josh Allen yeah. for his entire career, to be quite honest.
0: Yeah, so I like, so that. I like
1: that year, as a dark horse candidate is this at this point in the year.
0: Last year, Josh Allen had thirty-five touchdowns, fourteen interceptions. Uh, not thirty-five total. He had on on the ground. He had seven. So he had he had forty-two yeah. total and fourteen interceptions. And he finished third in the MVP race. Yeah. This year, he is on pace for he has thirty-five touchdowns right now. With yeah, like thirty-five to total touchdowns. Thirty-five total right now. That means he would need four seven touchdowns in four in a, weeks, which is I was easy. in a in a four-week span in a four-week span. If he is to go absolutely nuclear, if he finishes with 50 total touchdowns, you think he's the MVP? I think he's my MVP. And and the and Bills go four and zero. Because if you took Josh Allen off this Bills team, he means a lot more than Dak Prescott. Because oh, I think like oh no no. no. Team...
1: In terms of like actual value, Josh Allen's the MVP. This team isn't a damn thing without it's Stephon him.
0: Diggs and Josh Allen because they Gabe Davis mid, mid, and, but big game, big game Gabe, I guess.
1: Dalton game Kincaid,
0: it's very good though. Be on the lookout because he, he might have a shoulder injury, but Dalton Kincaid in the come playoff time will be oh, Travis Hill. Yeah. He he could
1: be huge. I have him on a fantasy team. I, I've been peeping. I've been I've been I've been tuned in. And Dawson Knox is getting healthy, so you're gonna have both your tight ends available. They could get something going. Um and oh, I can't think of the first name, but that Shakir. Uh Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir, baller. I don't know why receiver two baller, but baller. Something to work with there, I would say. But we can go on. We can preview week 15. We talked a lot about the MVP race and um what's going on. Well, I guess this is a week, week 15 preview, but it's more so. Um, Here's what I want to ask you guys. I have a couple quarterbacks Um, that this was kind of their tryout year. I'm going to give a quarterback. Each of you guys are going to tell me what is going to be their situation next year. We could start with Justin Fields, and we can start with Chris. Do you think he's played well enough to be Chicago's quarterback for the future? Do you think he's been good but not good enough to you know override Caleb Williams, so he's probably going to be elsewhere? Just what do you think?
2: Um, I personally think that they're going to move him. Uh, I wouldn't. But I think the Bears are going to because I think the hype, the hype surrounding Caleb Williams has been too much as far as for if Justin Fields come back next year and have a bad year, for the front office to be like, oh, well, you guys could have drafted Caleb Williams and you didn't. You So I think they're going to move him. My hope is that he get moved to Pittsburgh, Atlanta. I've been saying Atlanta since we started. Atlanta or the Jets. That would be my hope. If, but I think Rodgers come back next year, so I doubt the Jets. But, I, yeah. but I'd say uh, those two teams. But I think, I think he's in another jersey next year.
0: You know hey, what? What do, do you think is Taylor? Zach Wilson? Boy, you don't want that, man.
2: Well, what do I, what, what yeah. I think he ends up? No. No,
1: he's not, man. No, he's not. Zach Wilson is not better than Kenny Pickett, man. He's not. And to be quick, like, oh, why would you say that? Like, why would you say that? There's not a starting quarterback in the NFL that Zach Wilson's better than. Uh, that's 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 my thing. He moves the ball as if you have like a backup who should not be in the NFL. Like he had this good game against a Texans defense that's kind of just let anybody get what they want. Um, yeah, it, it hasn't been great per se. So. No, I wouldn't believe that. But where do you think – Danny, what do you think is Justin Fields' future?
0: No, I'm right with Chris. I think Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Inter- interesting spot is Seattle. Hmm.
2: All about the
1: Yeah, I, I don't – they haven't – yeah, I'll say they never dra- – ended up drafting a uh, backup rookie quarterback. So, yeah, that could be a good spot. Raise him up with DK and JSN. Oh, he'd love to – He'd probably love to play with JSN. Um
0: exactly. That's which
1: I don't point. know how much they really overlapped, but um
2: yeah I think JSN uh, got there like right after Fields left maybe,
1: right? Uh I think he started getting real tick right yeah. something like that. I I I think so. I honestly don't know. The, I, I want
2: a super pick too Ohio State still stacked outside of Atlanta. Now call me crazy. But the Rams if if but I, I was if, thinking that i don't know how much they believe in in Matt Stafford, but if not, I I would see them giving Justin Fields a try. I think Justin Fields has a lot of talent. Like outside of obviously everybody who watches it knows, I think Justin Fields has a lot of talent. I think putting him in an offense that's talented, or put him with the offensive coordinator that's talented, I think he can he can make a lot of money. So
1: yeah, I would say you give McVeigh Justin Fields, bro. He's gonna have he's gonna like display his fantasies on the on the field, like. It, and and not even that like i mean Stafford's been balling this year 100% uh it's just, he's old and he gets injured sometimes why not have Justin Fields as a backup you know Stafford might retire in a year or two damn and then you put Justin Fields onto the scene i don't know if Justin Fields you know as a year 3 quarterback if you want to do that you know want to make him wait until year 5 to to really start but um
0: bears would bears would never do this but Justin Fields on the Detroit Lions would do wonders.
1: I was thinking about that. Let's move on. Let's talk about Jared Goff. What is his future? Because he's an expiring contract. He's good, not great. Borderline top 10, 12-ish, has the Lions in a good spot. But, like, they're clearly not contenders. And quarterback is clearly one of the weak points on the team, if you had to ask me. Like, I don't want to say weak points. No, it's a strong point, but, like, There's a ceiling when Jared Goff is your quarterback. So, Danny, what do you think is Jared Goff's future? Or at least the the future of the quarterback position in Detroit. Do you think they hand it over to Hendon Hooker? Do they send the godfather deal for a guy like Herbert? (laughs) I don't know.
0: But I don't think Detroit moves on. Uh, I, I think their offense is kind of built around him just being like a point guard. Honestly.
1: But can that win you a Super Bowl?
0: It got them to it. got the Rams to the Super Bowl.
1: The Rams also had Sean McVay. And they had Cooper Cup. And, and they Donald. had o- O'Dell, who was gonna win a Super Bowl MVP before he got hurt. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you had I've never seen Aaron it, dude, the
0: Ravens were throwing three O linemen at Aaron Donald. I've never seen that. You gotta do what's gotta be done, man.
2: <laughs> I like, was doing it before. Throw another person out there. Dude's an animal. What the what was he even yeah, up-,
1: like, up It's up- in up- it, a guy who's considering retirement every offseason is Still the best defensive tackle, if not top three defensive tackle in the you know in the NFL. Uh, next guy I want to present a case for Jordan Love. Where do you think what do you think is gonna happen with him? Did he earn another
2: year with the Packers? Well, I don't get to say what I think Jared Goff is gonna be. Oh, go ahead. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Danny Jared Goff will be a Pittsburgh Steelers because your franchise is serious and y'all got a little bit of talent over there. And I think you're gonna try to maximize it. Jared Goff for two years. Remember, I said this Jared Goff's a Pittsburgh Steelers
0: uh, we're, we're gonna we're getting big Kirk go
2: chill or Kirk Cousins, one, one of those two. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and who did tone ask about? I'm so t- hyped to talk about uh, Jared Goff. I don't know. I forget. Damn, I said it, but yeah, I think Jared Goff is in, in Pittsburgh. Him or Kirk Cousins? I see it, or, or I see him in in Minnesota. One of the two. I think he's on one of those teams. Yeah.
1: how to grab Bentley. Uh, no, I asked about Jordan Love. I was wondering, did you guys think? Did he earn another year
2: oh, as a Packers starter? I hope so. Or, he, I think he's been playing yeah. pretty good. I think he's been playing pretty good. And I think also, too, it's not like he has, like, a merry-go-round, of talent around him. They're, they're not, like, not talented, but they're not, like. Yeah, they're young. He's Tyler Hill, Travis Kelsey talented. So I think Jordan Love is doing uh, really well. I, and I wasn't a fan of Jordan Love before. I thought he was just, like, a, a pilot of him behind Aaron Rodgers. I think that kid's good. I think they'd be a fool to give up on him. Or, or try to go – unless you can get Caleb Williams because he seems to be literally Michael Jordan, LeBron, and Wendy put together for a prospect. So unless you can get Caleb Williams, <laughs> cool. But if not, Jordan LeBron.
0: My hot take, Trevor Lawrence was a better prospect than Caleb Williams.
1: That's not hot at all.
0: No, but I mean – You say hot analysts, take and then say something that's normal. It's not, though, but like all that's these analysts true. are talking about Caleb Williams like he's the second coming of Jesus Christ. They're like, oh, he's the best prospect since since uh, Andrew Luck back in twenty twelve. No,
1: well, that's Trevor kind of Lawrence gonna, is that's kind. Of, I mean, the, it's still not a hot take to say Lawrence. Lawrence was like, you know how insane you got to be for your pro comp to be Peyton Manning? Like,
0: he, he, literally, that's my point. He, he literally he, he was being pro comp as a Hall of Famer.
2: The pro yeah. comp to Pat Pat Mahomes, uh, Kevin Williams.
0: That was crazy. yeah that. That that's a little, it's because they got the same sidearm throws and they're both it's nice not that in. really
1: it's the it's the overall out of structure ability. Like yeah, they both make the flashy plays, but it's really just the out of structure things that they can do. <laughs> Zach Zach Wilson made them out of structure throws at BYU. <laughs> Don't even start. Zach Wilson has bad college film. Zach I'll, Wilson, I'll not,
2: all day. I'll die on
1: I'll die on that hill. Zach Wilson is not. He was never good, like never, never. He was At my quarter pro day. He tricked me, huh? He tricked me he on his pro, pro day. his pro
0: his pro day was legit. He tricked me. You know,
1: you know how do y'all get field? tricked on a pro day? Who gets tricked on a pro day? Y'all what know he? Derek Carr. Did y'all know Derek Carr completed 46 straight passes on a pro day? Like who gets tricked on a pro day, man? Did y'all know every single workout session, me, Danny, and CJ finish? CJ wants to finish with that Zach Wilson throw. That, that, that throw that's tricks everybody, do. man. That throw tricks me. y'all. That's the one that tricked me. I could do that throw on air. It might be 10
2: less yards, but I could do it. Like, my my life, you're 30 less yards.
1: yards. He tricked y'all. He but tricked yeah, you I up. think, yeah. Back to Jordan Love, who's what we were talking about. Um, yeah, I definitely think he's earned another year. I, you can't really bench a guy for three years, start him, and then be like, yeah, no, we're done with you. So i appreciate sure they picked up his fifth-year option. Sh- so... uh and then, what do y'all think goes down at the quarterback position in New York? This would be the last one before we actually talk about some, uh, a couple games, real quick.
2: Unfortunately, I think Daniel Jones will be back, and uh, I, and like I said, Duke fan right here, football and basketball, I don't care. Daniel Jones is not good. He, he's just not good. He's not good. He, he's not terrible. He's not. He's not forty million dollars. So he like twelve million annually. Good, but like he's solid. But I'm not paying them to be the New York football Giants quarterback. No, thank you. They're wasting Saquon's time. They're wasting his time. And I'll, if I'm them, I try to get a quarterback if I can. Or even try to get Justin Fields. Do something. But Daniel Jones isn't the guy. I don't think he's the guy. But I think he's going to be there if they paid him. So I don't know what they're going to do with it. I think it'll be difficult to offload that contract. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but – I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I cannot sit here and say I watch the Giants closely enough because most of the times when a backup quarterback's in, quarterback comes in and the team start winning, they probably just operate things differently for the most part. Why the hell are why have they won three straight games with Danny DeVito at quarterback? I said Danny DeVito. Tommy DeVito at quarterback. Same thing. Uh a soprano at quarterback. Uh <laughs> Why they won three straight and they can't do that with Daniel Jones? What is different? I, are they calling up different plays so that the quarterback purposely gets the ball out of their hands faster? Does Daniel Jones just hold on to the ball too long? Are receivers? Because I mean, these wide receiver options they look good now. Wondell Robinson played pretty good yesterday. Isaiah Hodgins had a real good catch in the end zone yesterday. I mean, there, there's, there's one, uh, Jalen Hyatt. Balling, like I, I so I, I don't know what's going on over there. I can't sit here and say off of three amazing not amazing in the last three games. Danny Danny DeVito, I was about to say it again. Tommy DeVito in his last three games, 596 yards, I think five touchdown passes, no picks. I can't say that oh that's enough to win him the quarterback job like next year, but he'll be around. He'll be around, Daniel Jones. And if you don't want to play well as as an Italian mob. Uh, a mafia boss would say, I know a guy. They yeah, always exactly. know a guy. So yeah. Well, but let's actually talk about some games real quick. Um, before we get into it, I have one, you know, for, I have
0: one game to talk about. It's uh ahead, six, six and seven Tampa Bay Bucks versus six and seven Packers. I'll be quick with it. Uh this is for playoff lives. Um yeah, the Bucks play for the best. division, but hey, Jordan Love bears Baker Mayfield, uh number one overall pick versus uh, first-round pick. I mean, end of the first, but still. uh, Show what you got. I mean, they're both pretty mid-teams. Not going to do much in the playoffs if they make it, but.
1: Yeah, I think you said it best. I mean, like, yeah, you're mediocre, but let's think about this. You're Baker Mayfield. You're fighting for another year. His contract might be two years
0: already, but. um. I'm not going to lie. For Being week 15 of the NFL season, this schedule is weak. It's pretty weak. Uh Oh.
2: I think it's because
1: it's kind of split up into two days. That could be a big piece of it. Um, nah, like I mean, this kind of, kind of. I, I mean, the Monday the Monday game is, is kind of fine. Ten and three Eagles, six and seven Seahawks. Two teams that just got obliterated by their uh, rivals. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, there isn't really. Th- yeah, you're right. I mean, like these games aren't
0: like crazy anything to write home about. Um, I mean I mentioned the Steelers Colts. So that's like similar to the, the Packers and the Oh the Bucks. Oh okay. So
1: here's two games we gotta talk about real quick. First one being Cowboys Bills. You have the Cowboys who if they want any shot at this one seed or division, they gotta win out. And then you have the Bills who want any shot at the division, you gotta win out. So um I don't know. What
2: are your guys' thoughts on on that game? I think the Cowboys drop it. I think the Cowboys drop it. And the reason I say that, it's not even awesome like they just beat the Eagles. they on the high. I think the Bills are just a little more hungry, a little more thirsty. And not because the Cowboys team they got the division in, a, in the choke or anything like that. I just think the Bills are a better team. And like y'all said, like they're just a better team than what they've shown. So I think the Bills come out and find a way to win.
0: Yo, Josh Allen is so serious against great teams. Like, let's look at it. Against the Eagles, he had – Thirty-four points against the Chiefs, twenty points. I believe the game-winning drive, right? Like a couple minutes left in the game. Against the Patriots, he dropped the game. Right? Against the Giants, he almost lost the game. Against the Dolphins, forty-eight points. Yeah, when just, his team needs it, he locks in. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to it. It's Stephon Diggs and his little brother not there. His little brother not there to guard him. He's going to son him. He, he yeah, gotta sign saying, he has, if he Steve. has
1: Deron Bland on him all night, it's going to be a long night.
0: Dude, so. I, Deron Bland is no better than uh Manuel Forbes.
1: I will say this, though. While I do see Chris's point about the Bills just being hungry or just you know, wanting it more, I think the Bills' highs as an offense, I think they can reach to about where the Cowboys are, if not maybe a little bit higher just because of who Josh Allen is. But I higher. will say this. For sure. I wouldn't say higher for sure. Not this year. No. Um, but the Cowboys are going to shred that defense into a million pieces. So I don't necessarily know how it will end. Like the Cowboys are going to tear them to shreds. The Bills will probably tear them to shreds. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think I'm going to go with, with the Cowboys. I think this is going to be the one loss that the Bills can afford for a chance at the division uh, or a chance at a playoff spot. But yeah, I mean, uh, this is game of the week to me, at least. Hell yeah, it's it's a I'll really raise good game of the week. I'll raise you one. Raise, raise this one because I think we're on the same page about like a tender for game of the week.
2: Yeah, and that was the game I want to talk about, of course. Yep, my yep. rib is to the prince that was promised, of course. Uh, I think it's just a, just a big ass game. <laughs> it's just a big game for so many. It's a dudes. huge I mean, it's so game. So lit, and ah, as I said, this will start my. Lamar MVP campaign, if you could beat the Prince that was promised. I mean, you're taking down a, uh, a signature character like the Prince that was promised on your way to go 3-0 on that gauntlet we were talking about. Uh, I think this is a big game. I think both teams are going to be locked in. Um, I think it's a big game for the Ravens' defense, too. Because the Ravens, I mean, the Jaguars want those offenses that can be good, but you can kind of bully them a little bit. And I think Ravens need to do a little bit of that if we if we're gonna want to come out of this victorious. Um, but I also see Lamar carving up their defense a little bit too. So I, I'm excited to see like which side wins out. I know Trevor Lawrence is gonna play a good game. I, I got faith in that dude. So um, yeah, that's that's my game of the week this week. I'm I'm really excited about that. One. Yeah, I yeah.
1: I see the yeah I see the Ravens winning this one. Um, I think the. Jaguars offense, I don't trust their consistency. They kind of just really played a bad game against uh, the Browns. Their defense got torn to shreds by Joe Flacco, of all people. Uh, I think, yeah, the Ravens, they're going to, this is going to be like the start of Lamar's final MVP campaign push. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens in this one. So, in the two big games of the week, I got Cowboys and Ravens. Yeah, Ravens, I I think their defense is. Yeah. And uh, Tyson Campbell, I don't know if he's going to play or not even if he is he's been semi-disappointing this year um i think lamar will be able to find a way to work you'll keep making keep improving on isaiah likely's game keep getting the most you can out of odell who i believe has actually been the highest graded receiver the past three weeks if i'm not mistaken uh pff
0: grade uh but odell two touchdown catches coming incoming it's pretty crazy it can happen i I don't see why not uh i mean and
1: of course three three yeah uh and it's a shame because, I mean, this offense, uh, the offense for Jacksonville has just not found its consistency. And it's supposed to be, you know, Lawrence is supposed to be MVP level guy. And Calvin Ridley was supposed to be that A.J. Brown or Stephon Diggs type of guy for, for Lawrence. But I think where we got ahead of ourselves is that, one, Lawrence never really needed that. He was a little bit better than Hurts and Allen at the end of year two. Um, he was just making it work with Christian Kirk as wide receiver one. Everything was okay. So, and y'all didn't know yeah. that
2: he was getting a Kelsey instead of a wide receiver one. He was getting Evan Ingram.
1: Evan, 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 Ingram. Nice with it. He is,
2: he is. like he's, he's got favorite. all the
1: tools to be a dynamic tight end. It's all a matter of just catching that rock,
2: man. Sounds like Kyle Pitts, huh?
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all well. Kyle Pitts is all about getting him that ball first. Uh, yeah.
0: But we can move on to um Hots and Locks. Um, yeah, speaking of Kyle Pitts, that's my lock of the week. Um, I think that, Kyle Pitts is the lock. <laughs> uh, the Falcons beat the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers have been pretty abysmal. It's not even Bryce Young's fault, they got they thrown to nobody. They're, Adam Thielen has fallen back to reality, uh, what he really is at the age of 31. Uh, he might be 33. I don't know how old he is. He's in his 30s. Yeah, he old, he old and he got a three-year nice contract. I can't believe it. Yeah.
1: He tricked us.
0: So, the Panthers, on serious football team right now. Uh, they don't even have their first-round pick. Their first-round pick belongs to Caleb Williams and the Bears. Huh. Um, so, yeah, yeah. it's it's. It, I'm going to lock in the Atlanta Falcons. And yeah. the hot of the week is that the Bears beat the Browns. Okay. I like that. I was I was considering I I, I, that one. Everyone's like, Joe Flacco's been riding the high. He's a comeback player. Come on, dude. Look. Who that, who that, said he was comeback player of the year? That's not a troll. I've heard it. I've heard it.
1: I've heard that, it. On that Twitter. that wasn't a troll. Somebody that Swear wasn't a God. troll.
0: Someone said Joe Flacco deserves it more than Tua. Twitter is a yeah, real no. place, man. Nah, Tua Tua should actually be the comeback player of the year, in my opinion. But, Chris knows um, Twitter is a real place. Like, like you, that's definitely a Twitter a thing, right? No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely
0: happened. Definitely did. So yeah, I, I, I think I think. Yo, my hot take is if the Bears beat the Browns this week, they could back to our playoff spot. Tell me why Cook. not, Cook?
1: If they didn't blow why. that lion, if they didn't blow the Lions and uh Broncos game, they're they're looking at like a they're seven and six right now.
0: All right. If they didn't blow Who, those games, if the Bears beat the the Browns. Are they losing to the Falcons? Are they losing probably to
2: not.
0: the 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 Cardinals?
2: Mm, probably not.
0: Probably not. Uh, it's a trap game. It feels like, but and then you know what that sets up for week eighteen in Green Bay for for a playoff spot. That'd be lit. That'd be crazy.
1: Fields versus Love for a playoff spot. I'm down. That's what I'm saying, um, dude. Oh, the, just, the, N-
0: I, the the schedule makers or the as do, people might call the script writers, cooked up.
1: Shit. <laughs> Uh, So, okay, just wanted to go over the hots and locks last week before uh, Chris goes. My lock hit 49ers. Chris's lock hit with the Bears. Danny's lock did not because he locked the Steelers. You never lock your favorite team. Don't do that. Uh, Hot takes, mine didn't hit. Chris's did not hit. Well, I had the Panthers. Chris picked the Seahawks, didn't hit. Danny's hit, though. He picked the Bengals, so everything is just reverse. Uh, Chris, you can take the floor with your hot and lock.
2: I'm keeping quick because I know we got to get the thoughts of here. But Damn. uh my hot for the week is the Chiefs are unraveling, so the Patriots are gonna beat them. That's my hot take for the week. Ooh. It's steaming hot. I couldn't even say it. I couldn't even say it. <laughs> even say it. <laughs> so yeah, that <laughs> that's my hot. And you know what I'm doing, man? I'm doing what Danny did last week. I'm locking my boys against the Jaguars because we need it. I know it might sound like Ooh. bad juju, but I, I believe in eight. Black I do. On wood. my boy comes to- oh wait, he found some wood.
1: Okay, so my the, my lock for the week is going to be Rams over the Commanders. I think the Rams, hey, you lose a real good game, you bounce back real quick. The Rams are the best 6-7 and seven team in football, though, I must say. Uh, and then my hot take of the week, ooh, it's kind of like a rough slate for all that. Um, I don't want to – damn, Danny's was actually pretty good. I guess I could go with – Hmm. Yeah, I I really don't know this late. You know what? Let me get Titans over Texans. I'll take them riding the high. Will Levis has been on some baller stuff. So, yeah. And now we can get into Summit Savings. Um, I got mine
0: queued up. It's gonna be a yeah, three-leg yeah, parlay. Go ahead. And it's, you're gonna be like, go oh, three legs. Nah. So it's to nah, a he- two touchdown score, three leg parlay inspired yeah. by last night. Uh, some guy cashed out two hundred dollars to like a lot of money from uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of money. Big if true <laughs> to start. CMC is getting the end zone two times against the Cardinals, almost Okay. Money. Then mm-hmm. AJ Brown bounces back Monday night and gets two touchdowns in the end zone against the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And to end it off. Bijan robinson two touchdowns against the atlanta falcons um with the atlanta falcons against the panthers i just think they're gonna bully them i i legitimately think the falcons are just gonna bully the hell out of the panthers this three this the three-leg parlay i'll tell you what it catches out in a few days because the the lines aren't still aren't posted but it's gonna be a good one
1: it's gonna be crazy so i do have mine mine is a six-leg parlay um So I have the Chiefs minus nine against the Patriots, Giants money line against the Saints, Jets plus nine against the Dolphins, Chicago Bears money line against the Browns, Atlanta Falcons minus three against the Panthers, and then Packers money line against the Bucks. I don't know how much I'm putting down yet, so I can't tell you how much it cashes out to. But uh, yeah, that's my stuff. And then Chris?
2: There, y'all snap. I'm gonna make mine quick. I know you take a long time, but it's a six leg parlay. And I've been inspired by Danny Anytime Touchdowns. That's what it's gonna be. So we got a greedy game chase against Jettas. They're both scoring Anytime Touchdown. You <laughs> get it? Greedy game. <laughs> hmm.
0: And then you got. <laughs> Wait, the hell out. Is that, is that, is that tentative? Because Jettas might not play.
2: If Jettas doesn't play, I'm gonna He's... cry. <laughs> Better. if he plays he though. And they, they got to breed it together at some point. So, Chase and Jedis, anytime touchdown. Uh, Saquon, anytime touchdown. David and Joku, anytime touchdown.
0: 2 I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> Mike Evans, anytime touchdown, because he did not get in there last week. And Danny, me, you got the same brain, because I got Bijan, anytime touchdown as well. All right. Well, those are the Summit Savings. Um. Thank you
1: guys for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe. We finally got the 200 subs, so thank you guys so much for that. If you're listening to this on audio platforms, make sure you like, five star rating, leave a download. Uh, anything to say before we get on out of here, guys? We are, you are know you already got the hots, locks, summer savings. Thank you all y'all
2: right. for 200 subs. Yay! Yes, thank, thank you all you so much. much. We're Spending growing. A long time.
0: Uh, yeah, it's all that matters. We're going to 2024 a lot better than 2023 when we're going into exactly. it. Exactly. And we're Come on, rent, rent
1: rent is rent is due every day. And I don't yeah, plan no on uh, missing
0: the payment. I'm looking forward to another Thursday night football of stinkness. Not not great football. Just let Max Duggan play. Might as well. <laughs> Easton stick versus the the legend of Aiden O'Connell. Good luck. That's
1: baller in my opinion. Uh but from AP What am I again? AP New, New Freezers, Freezer. I guess. AP New Freezer, Culture by Migos, and DC Comics. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next week.